0: Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. The angel's message could have just as easily gone, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to be a father. In accepting his spouse, Joseph was accepting fatherhood. He was invited to take up an unthinkable role, the humbling and privileged vocation to be the foster father of God in the flesh. And so the angel's words to Joseph are words of encouragement. Don't be afraid to take Mary to be your wife. Don't be afraid to be a father. There is a deep fear Of fatherhood today. Husbands, priests, bishops, everyone in between, we are so often afraid to live up to what is demanded of us to be truly fathers. It's just like St. Paul once said, and he lamented this. He said, though you have countless guides, you do not have many fathers. Why is that? Why are we afraid of fatherhood? Well, first, we're afraid of responsibility. Why? Well, because we're afraid we might screw up. We're not humble. We're so proud that we can't stand the thought of not following through on our commitments. So what do we tend to do? We shirk that commitment, and we avoid that responsibility. The second thing that makes us afraid of fatherhood is that we are afraid of service. Why? Well, because it demands that we give totally of ourselves and lay down our lives for others. It requires putting to death all of our selfishness and admitting that we're weak, that we're poor, that we really do depend on God for everything, that we don't have all of the answers. The third thing that makes us afraid of fatherhood is that we are afraid of intimacy. Why is that? Well, because we don't want to risk getting hurt. We hold the people in our lives at arm's length. We keep things as superficial as possible, even within our marriages, our families, our relationships with sons and daughters. It's much simpler, isn't it, if there isn't any real sharing of hearts it's safer if we keep everything surface deep. Sports scores, finances, TV shows, hobbies, what's for dinner. Let's face it, it is so much easier and a lot less scary to just shirk our responsibilities, to seek comfort and convenience, to go through life immature in faith, immature in prayer, immature in virtue fatherhood is under attack and when we say things like that in church that fatherhood is under attack or the family is under attack or the human person is under attack we tend only to point our fingers at external forces the wider culture politics the media the secular materialistic worldview We like to find some external cause for our dysfunction and just blame all of that stuff. And to be sure, there are so many destructive pressures weighing down on men today. The world thinks that masculinity needs to be squashed and suppressed and turned into something it is not if women are going to be truly respected and loved. Fatherhood itself is being systematically eliminated from the modern imagination. I heard recently that a group of hospitals in England voted recently to eliminate the word father from all of their official paperwork. So they're putting instead the word parent or co-parent or second biological parent. So yeah, obviously, there are external destructive forces dismantling the very concept of fatherhood and filling young men with fear. But this afternoon, on this absolutely gorgeous day, on this solemnity of St. Joseph, in the year of St. Joseph, I would like to point out something even more important and something that, that men need to take seriously. And that's this. Fatherhood is under attack in your heart. That's where the battle is ultimately won, or lost, within our souls. It really doesn't matter much what the world says about fatherhood. It doesn't matter what politicians or celebrities say about masculinity or about gender. Those sorts of voices are becoming more and more incoherent and patently absurd, so we need to ignore them entirely. And when we do, we will be so much happier and so much freer. But we cannot afford to ignore the interior voice of the Holy Spirit prompting us to give our whole lives, our whole strength, our whole being over to the Father of mercies and to affirm the true fatherhood that God wants to establish within our families and within our church. Jesus came to save us, yes, but what is that salvation? But access to the Father. Christ came to reveal the perfect fatherhood of God and to reconcile us with that Father. He tells us straight up, be perfect, just as your heavenly Father in heaven is perfect. Our greatest enemy, Satan, hates God the Father, and so he hates the fatherhood that God wants to create in you through his Son, Jesus. Your deepest identity is currently under attack. The devil wants you to be wishy-washy, lazy, and most paralyzing of all, afraid. Jesus, our captain and our king, is like Aragorn at the black gates of Mordor, rallying us and crying out to you right now, sons of God, my brothers. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight. By all that you hold dear on this good earth, I bid you stand, men of the West. So let it be said again, do not be afraid to be a father. Don't be afraid to be a man. St. Jose Maria Escriva put it this way. Be firm. Be virile. Be a man. And then, be a saint. And ladies, don't worry. I'm not forgetting you. This homily is not just for men here. Because guess what? Your hearts ought to be on fire with this same truth as well. It's what you were created to be attracted to. The masculine virtues of Saint Joseph, the terror of demons, is a shining model for what the men in your life can and must become if they want to be fully alive and fully themselves. So don't settle for the version of manhood that the world serves you today, as if there is this sort of intrinsic competition between women and men, as if you have to become more like a man in order to have value or usefulness in our culture. That's all very sad nonsense, and you deserve a lot better from us. You deserve authentic fatherhood, and that means a total commitment, the constant willingness to be present, to offer guidance, to encourage and build up, to form and to lead through humility and through service. The tenderness and support of a good father is unmatched. It's irreplaceable. It's what we all crave. It's what we're made for. And thankfully, that is who God is. We heard in our scriptures today those beautiful words of promise. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. These words are not simply a prophecy pointing ahead to Jesus, the Son of God, coming down and dwelling among us. It's also a firm, beautiful profession that by the gift of our baptism, God has made us his family. The Lord kept his promise. God certainly is not afraid to be a father.